I remember going to a presentation by Professor Paul Gilbert, who is the founder of Compassion Focused Therapy. And he ended his presentation with the words, always bring it back to the body, always bring it back to the body, always bring it back to the body. And I remember thinking, this seems to be important. I got the impression that we need to always bring it back to the body. Hi, I'm Dr. Stan Steindl, and today I'd like to talk a little bit about some of the foundational body-based practices of cultivating a compassionate mind. In many ways, these practices also help create a sense of strength and groundedness and stillness. And they seem to be a very important place to start. First, we look at posture and creating a compassionate posture. I remember seeing on a Facebook meme or something like that, so it must be correct, that if you take a dog's tail and push it up between their legs, then they start to get anxious. You may say, of course they start to get anxious, and to be honest, I'm not sure I would really ever want to do that. But also, if you take a dog's tail and you start to wag it, they become happy. In many ways, we can lead our emotions with the body. We can make changes to our body and body posture that creates changes in the way we might be feeling. And so we try to achieve a compassionate body posture. Our feet on the floor, body in the chair, back upright and concave at the back, chest open and shoulders back, and our head facing forward or to the horizon. Second, we start to explore facial expression. So much is communicated through our facial expression. And that too can create a change internally for ourselves. In fact, in some ways, each different emotion comes along with certain facial expressions and body postures. Anxiety might look like this. Anger might look like this. And compassion comes along with a facial expression that is relaxed, friendly, warm, and perhaps even with a gentle smile. We try to aim for, at the very least, when cultivating the compassionate mind, a friendly facial expression. Third, we try to work with voice tones. Again, so much is communicated with our voice tones. What do you think it would mean if I made this voice tone? Oh, I guess what I'm trying to go for there is curiosity. I'm not sure what you might have heard there. What if I was to go like this? Oh, now it's a little different. Perhaps some judgment is creeping in. And what if I was to go like this? Oh, now it's really getting dubious or even quite critical. So we try to create a voice tone that has warm and friendliness and not only in our communication with others, but also our inner voice tone, the way we speak to ourselves, trying to find that warm friendliness in the voice tone in our inner self talk.
And finally, we use breathing. We try to find a soothing rhythm to our breath. This involves, in particular, creating a smooth and consistent and slow outbreath. The outbreath is associated with parasympathetic nervous system activation. And as you know, the sympathetic nervous system is like the accelerator and the parasympathetic nervous system is like the brake. And so by activating the parasympathetic nervous system with the breath, we are able to downregulate other aspects of our body and emotional states. In particular, the parasympathetic nervous system can help us to downregulate the threat system. So to begin, we often slow the breath in for a count of three and out for a count of three. And we persist with that for a few moments. And then we slow the breath again. Now in for a count of four and out for a count of four. And then after a few more moments, we might slow the breath again. In for a count of five and out for a count of five. This gentle, gradual slowing of the breath so that we activate the soothing system through the parasympathetic nervous system. So there we have those four elements of the body-based practices in helping us to cultivate the compassionate mind. We have the compassionate posture, the friendly facial expression, the warm and friendly voice tones, and the soothing rhythm breathing. Now I'd like to show you what I mean. And to do that, I'd also like to change locations. So how about we change locations now? If you would like to listen to the guided practice, please go to Always Bring It Back to the Body Part 2 at the Compassion Initiative podcast. <laughs>